and welcome to the Daily Action Podcast, where we scour the sports universe and make picks on the most interesting games of the day. Uh, happy Saturday, Alex. What is the buzz like on campus today? Still waiting for that first kickoff? Yeah, I mean, obviously, I go to the University of Michigan, like you know. We are excited. We're finally in football month. I mean, I think we kick off here now three weeks against Minnesota, so that's, that should be exciting. Um, and everyone just sort of itching to get some football on. Obviously, we have some other college games on, but it, it doesn't feel right yet. But in a few weeks, it will. And we're excited to have Big Ten football back up here in the Midwest. Yeah, it's, uh, it, it, it doesn't feel like college football Saturday for me until I can take a look at that Buckeyes game um, and see how many they're going to win by. So... Uh, Let's talk quickly. we got a couple of things to recap. Um, why don't you start with the WNBA? I know how amped you were about that last night. Yeah. Um, why don't you start there, and we'll touch on the NBA. Uh, we got a couple of – I think we got some cleanup items on the NFL front today, and then right. we'll come into college football. Yeah, so, I mean, obviously we had the WNBA finals last night, the Seattle Storm versus the Las Vegas Aces. This was the first game of the series. Seattle ended up winning the game 93-80. to 80. Um, in the first quarter, it was back and forth. The Storm were up 23-21 at the end of the first. Then at halftime, we were up 17. So that was good. And then I think around the middle of the third quarter, I texted you saying Seattle Storm with the eye emojis, saying like, all right, we're on a roll here. We're not losing this game. And after I texted you, Las Vegas went on a massive run and cut it to three. I was a little bit nervous. But then in the fourth quarter, Brianna Stewart, Sue Bird just took over. Brianna Stewart had 37 points on 15-24 shooting. And then Sue Bird had a WNBA Finals um, all-time high in 16 assists. So the Seattle Storm looked good. We're two games away from winning the championship. And like I said, I wouldn't be surprised if this will be a sweep. And we did cover the minus five. So it's a good way to start start game one of the finals. For sure. Uh, yeah, it was funny. Uh, you, you were on it. It was, it was an up-and-down game. It's nothing. You know, you can't count your chickens, man. Right. Yeah, you, you just you just gotta even though you're thinking it, you gotta keep it you gotta keep it you gotta keep it together during those games. <laughs> yeah, um, when I texted you, I was feeling really good and then they went on that run and I'm not gonna curse on air here, but you, you know what I was thinking. <laughs> I was like, ah, like I jinxed this, but we ended up prevailing in the end, so it's all good. Yeah, man. Um all right, very cool. Uh NBA finals game last night, I think went as predicted. The LeBron A D show put up a combined sixty-five points, I believe. Um, my pick last night was Tyler Hero over 18 and a half. Mr. Hero ended at 17 points. I think he went five for 12 in field goals, one for three from behind the arc. Um, so honestly, Kelly Olnick took all the points last night. Jimmy Butler had 25, I think. Uh, I think those two combined for 49. So I thought Hero would would honestly have upwards of, of 25, 30 points last night. I felt like that was a pretty strong lock. And I just he just wasn't, you know. It wasn't flowing. He wasn't hitting the shots. So what are you going to do? Right. Um, so outside of that, not much to talk about, except for the fact that if you took that game at, you know, the heat getting, uh, was it nine and a half? Nine and a half. Was the line and the game ended at 10. Unbelievable. Crazy. <laughs> Vegas always knows. And, and I don't even know. Yeah. I mean, that's a weird one too. Um, all right. What else? Anything else we want to talk about before we jump into college football? Oh, we had some cleanup actions in the NFL. I sent you that link last night. You want right. to your Saints pick? Yeah, so yesterday on the pod, I said the Saints were one of my locks um, of the week against Detroit at minus four and a half. I will come out and say they are no longer my lock. 
Michael Thomas, Marshawn Lattimore, Janoris Jenkins, Jared Cook, starting guard Andrews Pete, and defensive end Marcus Davenport are all out for Sunday's game for the Saints against Detroit. So I do not like them as my lock of the week. I will need to see where that line goes. I probably still like the Saints to win the game, but I don't know if they can cover the four and a half points. Will be an interesting game for sure. For sure. It's brutal for the Saints. I like them coming in this year, but they need to get healthy, and I think they'll be uh, you know, a force towards the end of the season. Yeah, injuries are tough. Injuries are tough, especially at this uh, this stage. You just don't have enough weapons. It was like six starters that are out, right? Right. Yeah, no, and another, another thing to note, shifting from that game, I mean, Schefter just tweeted out that another Titans player just got uh, tested positive for coronavirus. So it'll be interesting to see if they play – even next week now, I know they said if someone tested positive today or tomorrow, that that game would likely be in jeopardy. So that's something to monitor as we go on. And it'll be interesting to see, you know, what happens. And and I'm honestly shocked that no Vikings players have tested positive yet. I think that's great news for everybody. But, you know, thinking about the Titans and hopefully they can get healthy soon. Yeah, we'll keep an eye on that. Um, you know, I'm sure they'll. I'm sure the NFL will handle it. I don't know what it'll mean. Maybe it'll mean some Wednesday games or some some Tuesday games, some midweek games. You know, later on in the week, um, or later on in the in the year. But yeah, hopefully everybody gets healthy and we can get back to to business here. So, all right, we've got NCAA football. the The slate is more full with the SET teams back this week. I was doing some research last night, and I feel really good about one specific game. And then there are two games that I can't not place a pick on. So, um, you want to start with that game that I feel really good about? Yeah, let's hear it. All right. I have a feeling on what you're going to say, but go ahead. It's not Pitt. <laughs> not Pitt? No, no, I know that. Uh, Florida. Florida, okay. What did you think? I I, I want to talk about the uh, the Georgia-Auburn game. I don't know if you have something in that one, but I just want to, you know, right. talk about that one. But go ahead with your uh, Florida pick. All right, so we're talking about Florida, who you know, number three team in the country. I think they, I think they could be a contender for the championship this year. I think they are actually that good. Trask last week, what had six TDs in the first game, four hundred and sixteen yards um, against a, a South Carolina team that's just going to be overmatched. You're talking about a quarterback who had two hundred and ninety yards, which is a solid number, but one touchdown and one interception. Um, against a, a defense that is, you know, not not even close to as aggressive as this Gators defense is is going to be, um, so he could turn the ball over, you know, two three times today. I wouldn't be surprised. I've got two picks in this game. Uh, my first pick is Florida first half minus nine and a half. Um, I think they come out. I think they score uh, early. And I think they score aggressively. Um, I bet they put up 28 points in this first half. And I think it could be 28 to to 10 at the end of the first half. Which leads me to my other pick, which is over 57 and a half for the game. Um, So what I do believe we will see, and this is the storyline I've I've kind of been playing with, is we're going to see a lot of points early by this Florida team. I think they'll give up a touchdown. I think they may give up a field goal. Maybe it'll be two field goals. Something like that. So I think we come into the second half at 35 or 38 total points. I think the third quarter, they come in, make one quick splash, um, put up another touchdown, maybe two. And then they kind of cash out at that that 45-point range, um, start to pull some of the starters, get some of these other guys' experience, 
and let South Carolina put two TDs on the uh, on the the board. And so I think you end up seeing a let's call it 45-48-21 game um, at 57 and a half. I like it, and I wouldn't be surprised if it covers in the third quarter. Nice. Yeah, no, I, I like this Florida team. I was all over them last week covering the spread, and they did. I also said last week on the pod that I liked them to win the SEC. No reason to, you know, dislike that pick now, but their schedule, I'm looking at their schedule right here. After today, their next four weeks, they play number 13th ranked Texas A&M. They play number 20 LSU. Then they play a Missouri team, and then they play number four Georgia. So their schedule is very tough, but this is a very good football team on both sides of the ball, so it'll be interesting to see how they play. But I like them a lot this year. And then um, I will transfer, trans, uh, uh, I'll move over to my first pick of the week this week. It is in the Memphis Tigers SMU game. Memphis is traveling to SMU to play the Mustangs. The line is, you know, Memphis minus four and a half. I think it opened up at one and a half. I actually got in at two and a half. But I will take Memphis minus four and a half. I like this Memphis Tigers team. I know that they struggled a little bit in their first game against Arkansas State, but they're ranked 25th in the country, and obviously that doesn't mean much, but they're just good on both sides of the ball. They have a very you know, high-powered offense, so I think it's going to be too much for SMU to handle today. So I like Memphis minus four and a half. Also, Memphis is seven and three against the spread in their last 10 games. And in October, they're 11 and five against the spread in their last 16 conference games. But the one stat that was a little bit of a question mark for me, they will be playing on turf. And in their last four games on turf, they're 0-4 against the spread. So hopefully the turf monsters don't eat them up today, and hopefully we can cover this spread at minus 4.5. So, interesting. Um, you've got Memphis at 4.5? I do. What do you have it at? My line I've got is 1. 1? Yeah. Oh, yeah no, that's, that's what I thought it was, and then I looked on Google – and it had it at four and a half, and I didn't think that was right. I should have double-checked that, but I, I like it even more so. I like Memphis minus one. Yeah, I mean, that makes me feel even better. We're talking about a three-and-a-half-point difference. Yeah, no, huge. That's huge. No, I, 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 I looked this morning, and it was one, and I was like, there's no way it shifted to four-and-a-half already. But yeah, one no, other I, thing that I'll mention on that game is you've got Memphis minus one at minus 110, and then you've got Memphis money line at minus 106. Okay. Does that make any sense? It does not. That's a flaw, right? Got to be. Taking it. Yeah, no, I like Memphis today. Wow. Okay, cool. Um, all right, I've got I've got two more picks. Um, I'll quickly drum, uh, jump through if, if that's cool. Go for it. I know you've got two more as well, right? Yep. All right, so I've got two overs. Um, and you know I like overs in college football. It's just like tough to root for an under in college football. Too many variables. Uh, so I'll start with the Baylor-West Virginia game. How can you not take an over in a Baylor-West Virginia game? I mean, they, they haven't shown enough to really know what you're getting into, but it's at 54. And I was looking through the stats. Sorry, I've got my notes here. But Baylor, in their first game, put up 40 and change. Right, that's um, right. And West Virginia put up 40, I believe, or right around there in their first game. And then I think I, they had uh, a very different game last week. Um, so I am under the impression that, yes, these defenses have shown that they can contain scoring, but these offenses can also go off. And 54 points is kind of that middle ground 
where one team, you know, can get a couple of, of solid TDs, put up 35 points, and I don't know which team it's going to be. <laughs> uh, and the other team can can get away with scoring 21 or 22. Uh, and and you can you can cover that that 57 and a half. So I'm I'm with um, I'm with I'm with the over on that game, and I'm I'm pretty excited about it because it's a game I want to watch, and that gives me a better reason to do so. Cool. Yeah, no, I, I like that play. I had the Baylor over last week, and it hit for us. So hopefully, it'll hit for us again. Yeah, it barely hit, right? It covered, barely hit. <laughs> but it was all them, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, do you want me to go into my next pick, or do you want to? Yeah, yeah. Come in. Okay, so yeah, my second pick will be in the Arkansas Mississippi State game, and I will take the over in this game. Like we said, we like our overs are not true for them, and the over under is a lot of points. It's sixty nine. Uh, but both these teams have scored a lot of points. We know Mississippi State played well last week. Um, Mike Leach, KJ Costello looked like an absolute stud yet, uh, last week for them. And I think this game goes over, you know, I, I understand it's a lot of points, but it could go over in the mid-fourth quarter. Not much explanation for this other than both teams are scoring a lot. So I like the over 69 in Arkansas, Mississippi State at 7.30 p.m. tonight. Nice. Arkansas, Mississippi State? Correct. All right, you know I've got to touch that pick game. Um, I, I don't know why. I've always just had an affinity for just making picks on pit. Um, however, I, I'm not going to touch a 13.5 point spread. So what I am going to do is I'm going to look at the over in that game. You've got Pitt playing an NC State game that has given up 45 points and 42 points in their last two weeks to a Wake Forest team and a Virginia Tech team. You've got a Pittsburgh football team who in their first game of the year, granted they weren't playing a real competitor, put up 55 points. In a game last week, they put up 21 against Syracuse, or two weeks ago, and last week 23 in a closer game against Louisville. I don't think this is a team that wants to have a close game today. And I think that they're going to come out more aggressively than they have. I think they're going to come out and score some very early points. Another good pick could be Pitt in the first half because I think they just want to solidify that they're going to take this game. But you've got an over-under at like 46 and a half, I believe is where it is right now. And Pitt could score 42 of, their po- of those points themselves. Um, and so I am banking on Pittsburgh scoring a lot of points today uh, and probably taking the lead very early. Nice. Yeah, no, I like that pit. I like that pick with Pitt, so that's, that should be a fun game to watch. And then my third pick of the day is in the Texas Tech-Kansas State game at 3.30. And I like Texas Tech plus the points here. I like them at plus 2.5. I even like the money line to beat Kansas State. I think Kansas State could be in, uh, be in for a letdown after such a big win over Oklahoma. I normally don't like backing teams who come off a huge win and just aren't that great of a football team. I think that was a fluke. That was their one win of the year against, obviously, a top team. And Texas Tech is 0-1 in the conference, and they, they're going to be fired up. They don't want to start off 0-2 because then they, it's, a, it's a tough hole to dig themselves out of. So I like Texas Tech today, plus the points. I also even like them money line to get the win at Kansas State today. Nice. Yeah, I think you're probably right about that. That's a good pick. When's that game, 330? 330. All right. I'll keep an eye on that, see how I do in the first half of the day. Um, cool. I think today should be a lot of fun. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, 
I feel good about the the picks we're making, but I think it's going to come down to the wire on a couple of these because I think they're kind of lopsided. I'm banking on a couple of uh, of teams to put up a lot of points, which if I'm smart about my picks, maybe I'll take those team overs uh, and, and not the full board. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. And then one thing I just wanted to know, I mean, I think this is the game of the week by far. The Auburn Tigers, um, who are ranked seventh in the country, traveling to Georgia with the Bulldogs, who are ranked fourth in the country. This is going to be a fun game to watch. 7.30 tonight. Georgia's minus six and a half. Obviously, Auburn has Bo Nix. And for Georgia, it'll be interesting to watch. They have their new quarterback playing their his first game this year, J, JT Daniels from USC. He didn't play in their first one, but he is cleared and he is the starter. So this will be a very fun game to watch. I think it's obviously, it's going to be a classic SEC football game, a lot of hard hitting, a few big plays. But the one defense is going to make that play at the end of the game, and that will be the difference maker for me. No official play in this game, but I will just sit back and wa- enjoy this in what should be a very good game here. Very cool. I like it. I dig it. Um, let's enjoy this this college Saturday. And what do you say we do tomorrow morning? Uh, we'll do quick player props uh, before the day gets going. That sounds great. All right. Enjoy. All right. See you.